0: Hey everyone! Coming up, we are going to uh, debate for the next hour on how you pronounce and spell Beetlejuice. It's going to be one of our most thrilling shows to date. Live from the Bob Varley Studio, this is the Universal Edition of the Disunplug. This is episode sixty-one of. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation to Universal Orlando. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everyone. Another show. Another day, another show. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today... Along with me are a couple of cool cats. Cool. At least one. Uh, the one who is called Jenny Lindop, of course. Uh, <laughs> then back on the controls, our favorite, uh, most. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mr. Rhino Clavin.
1: I'm favorite of what?
0: Uh, I don't want to say anything. Sassy. I want to yeah. know someday. I could say lots of stuff to offend you, and I'm going to choose not to and just <laughs> say thank you for being here with us today. Uh, You're welcome. It's It means a lot that you decided to come here, considering it's your job. But yes, yeah. thank you. So we've got a great episode uh, today for you. Uh, we're not going to debate whether or not uh, you spell how you spell Beetlejuice and how you pronounce it that that was another one of those classic Craig humor moments <laughs> that I'm so well known for uh,
2: we are going to debate whether you should actually go see the show before it gets
0: axed yeah I know we uh, we've been hearing it since well I think it was like after the second Hall of Fame episode that's whenever the, the suggestion was made for Beetlejuice and Uh, It took us such a long time, but we finally had time, so I guess I should say that starting off in the show. Uh, I I know there was a little bit of words, especially ones that came from my mouth directly, that said this was going to be an email episode, Um, but we had to get this and do it and cover it, and time opened up in our schedules that we were all able to go as a group together, which is...
1: Well, and you made made a valid point. We want to keep it uh,
0: like Halloween-themed for October. Yeah. No, exactly, but... Uh, we we all were able to come together at the same time and actually make it to Universal and uh, be able to do this. So we finally did it. We decided not to waste and sit on it and forget anything about this show because, well, it's it's a show that you just don't want to forget
1: ever. Well, there are
2: some things that I would like to forget, but it's not the sh- it's not a it's not our show.
1: No, this is a show that made me wonder if they could ever make a magic eraser for your brain right Hmm.
0: like a a mr yeah mr clean mr clean magic eraser for the brain get up i don't know about that um i'm just not quite sure but we will have that coming up uh very very soon here but um before that of course we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping Mm -hmm. um and we are going to cover just a few of those emails that you did send in in the housekeeping. Really brief stuff that we feel like is, well, it's time relevant because a lot of it has to do with trips that are happening in the next week or two. And uh, also on that side of the uh, board, too, there's just some stuff that we can really get out quick that if we would do it during an email show, would be like, OK, two seconds later, we're done. So. I'm gonna throw it over to JL now because I, I'm still gonna look for one more email that just completely disappeared on me. but uh, okay yeah, you go I ahead. have one.
2: I have one. Um, Lisa Kramer wrote to me um, and yeah, love Lisa. And she wanted to know if there was some sort of app that guests could use when they were in the park um, that would be able to tell them the wait times, something akin to what Disney has with it my Disney experience. Um something just kind of helps you out a little bit so you don't have to walk across the park to find out that something is a uh, that there is a line that's too long that you don't want to wait in it, there is is there an app Th-
1: there is an app yeah okay it's an official app too
2: then go you can answer the question
1: oh uh well I, I'll look it up right now because I have it right here on my um, well, it's,
0: it's the universal orlando app
1: yeah but there's yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's, Just, uh, it's It tells the wait times. It tells you the description of the rides. It tells you heights and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I think on a show way,
0: way, way back, it had to be last year whenever this app officially came out. Uh, it's been around for a while, but um, this app embarrasses the crap out of my Disney experience. Uh, first off, it's very user-friendly. It's easy to read. Um, the map's a lot nicer. It, it loads. They actually you know, they have interactive maps whenever you come into the park. So then uh, from there, you have different breakdowns for attractions, let's say, and they do like 3D, 4D ones that you can load, thrill rides, shows, comedic shows. uh, And it's broken down into all those lists. So that way, you know, you just go on the tab and it'll show you right uh, right where you need to go. On top of that, with this app, they also have this really cool feature then too. If you are like, such a first timer and you're too afraid to even walk around and explore and get lost a little bit they have it set that if you know i'm i want to go to this attraction next it will literally pull up directions visual directions so you can literally they will tell you the shortest quickest route to where to go from one place to the next um they do have the wait times and everything too and it's updated
1: virtually. Th- this is the coolest part that I like about Sorry. it. Sorry. Is uh, the, you can set an alert. for, So uh, it tells you um, you can use the wait time reminder to alert you when your favorite attractions have shorter wait times. So if you're like, I don't want to ride it and, and, unless it goes down to like 30 minutes or something like that, it'll do that and then the phone alerts you to that. That's really awesome. cool. Oh no,
0: it, it's a really, really great uh, app overall in general. Uh, obviously, they don't have stuff like Uh, integration of being able to uh, do restaurant reservations and stuff because you don't need restaurant reservations at Universal and for some of the restaurants like the Can't Get Busy Cowfish they had their own app Mm -hmm. that was doing it but I mean for the most part even unless you're going on a holiday week to Universal you never have to worry about waiting maybe more than 5 to 10 minutes to get into a restaurant in general ever they're there always is plenty of room unlike Disney where everything's packed never do out it and you can't
2: walk in your and-
0: vacations almost planned around dining
2: mm-hmm.
0: in general. But yes, the universal Orlando app, it is absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it. I use it it's not great. so much for the directions, but the wait times and, uh, is like Rhino said, the be able to set the reminder feature. It's yeah, a really cool. cool feature. Um, so, yeah, definitely go and check that out. Have you guys
2: used it where you you know that it works well? Because I know that when I go into Universal, I have a little bit of trouble sometimes with my reception, like cell reception and such. So sometimes I can't really use my phone to its full capacity.
0: Yeah, they well, AT&T sucks at Universal. I don't know what it is about it. Uh, AT&T is just awful. It's completely awful. Uh, they If you have Verizon, you will be absolutely 100% fine in universal. It's like there's a tower in the middle of the park or something that just makes it better. But isn't Comcast they, they have, have Xfinity with, okay, Wi-Fi in the park that you can use for free. Uh, I there's always like a place whenever you get logged on to their Xfinity, there's always like one of two options. You can either if you're an Infinity member already then you can log in there, or if not, you're just a guest. So I don't know if they even do like a faster internet option if you're already on Comcast Xfinity. I mean, that would definitely be a perk of doing that. But regardless, they do have free in-park Wi-Fi too. Uh, For me, anytime I'm using a new device in there, it usually takes me one or two tries to get connected to their Wi-Fi. And then after that, as long as I save it in my phone, I'm fine Good. for the okay. rest now but it especially if it's like at a busy time of night because i i think the first time i ever tried to get on was like during one of the trans Siberia or not trans-siberian the Mannheim steamroller concerts Concert. right you know whenever there's a ton of people in the park and it was all getting flooded by it so yeah
2: there's been times i've had to yeah. give up usually when it's high attendance
0: but use the app okay it's a great app great you find there that you go, other Lisa? email um I, I found the one. I still I have no idea what happened to it. And I do apologize. So I'm I'm gonna answer the question anyways from the my the best of my memory. Uh you as a listener wrote in and maybe it wasn't on email and that's why I completely forgot it, but uh, you mentioned that you were doing Universal for three days. I believe you were staying at Cabana Bay and you chose to stay at Cabana Bay because you'd rather have pay to have express passes for hhn instead of needing those express passes for uh for the day for the rides for the the, attractions exactly and uh, along with that one of the things you mentioned was that you were planning on doing stay and scream for halloween horror nights and we explained that at one point in time too there's four different corrals set up all around the park uh, as long as you have a day ticket and then a halloween horror nights ticket you're able to take part of Stay and Scream. So the four places are I Love Lucy. Well, Lucy attributes no longer there. So just that whole section is quarantined off. We met some great listeners in there yesterday as we were wandering in the parks. Um, And then they... Yes, then they have Finnegan's. So that's the big area set up that would hit Freddy versus Jason and Body Collectors. Uh, and then also you have Diagon Alley, and that has first access to Insidious. And then you have...
2: Isn't uh, it the store? Universal store?
0: No, then you have uh, Springfield. Oh, okay. And that is going to put you first into uh, Walking Dead or... Um, the Purge, and then whenever you, if you go into The Purge, you pop out an in Insidious, and then you can hit that. It's a really great thing. I did it over the weekend with Finnegan's and did uh, Freddy versus Jason, finally got through it after four weeks, not four weeks, but four times of trying, whenever they had the wait times posted incorrectly, as I ranted about last week just a bit. And this was a breeze, got in and out of Freddy versus Jason in only 10 minutes, Because they also let you in a little early. Like that house opened up for us at 6 o'clock. So we basically got to go in. By the time we were out, got in line and walked the long queue for body collectors. They started letting people in at 6.30 for that. So we knocked out two houses before people even really started getting let into the park. Uh, It's fantastic. Uh, Definitely do that. But yeah, the question was, uh, will you be able to do more than three houses the shows per night at hhn even with stuff like stay and scream and express uh if you have express for halloween horror nights and you do stay and scream with that combination together you are going to see everything and then probably have a chance to do a repeat or two if you're staying all the way till the end of the night uh and i'm just talking about one night if you have it for multiple nights uh Hopefully you like the houses and you like uh, all the entertainment because you're going to be seeing a lot of it. And uh, there's not supposed to be any refunds at Universal, so uh, don't even plan on trying to get your money back if you're bored and you've already done it all. But it's Halloween Horror Nights. How can
1: you ever get bored with it?
2: Right. No, everything's repeatable because it's a little bit different every time you go in. Sometimes you get scared in certain parts and not in others. I was
1: just going to say, for me, it was like I I went back through – and I was like, okay, I know this one really freaked me out the first time, so this time I'm going to challenge myself to kind of look more at the surroundings and the, you know, so you can kind of, you can go through that extra time and get a lot more of like, oh, the production, how are they doing this? What do they do? You know, oh, I, I you know, I don't, you get that closer look because now you know what to expect, so it's a little less terrifying. But, yeah,
2: I was also going to say because the Express Pass works for the attractions, um, you'll also be able to do. Uh, a lot of the attractions during Halloween horror nights. Um, so maybe during the day you might want to focus your time on islands of adventure. That's all I had to say. Okay. <laughs> because you're going to have plenty of time in the, in the studios in the evenings.
0: Exactly. Uh, so I want to then just jump into one more, uh, and this is from Patty and Kevin and they said, Hey, we have some questions. Uh, if we're still interested in answering the question, uh, I guess we are since we are doing nah. this. Uh, my husband and I will be visiting Universal for the first time next week. We have a three-day park-to-park ticket for Thursday through Thursday, Friday. Saturday. Oh, wait, this was the email I wanted to read. It was right in front of me.
2: So we're we're answering this question for Patty and Kevin.
0: <laughs> I already answered your question. However, there was another part of your question. Wow, I feel stupid now.
2: It's okay. We still love
0: you. That happened. I'm glad it's you, not me. I guess I should have reread <laughs> it because, well, my mind went to the bullet points that are actually in the question then further down, uh, because they, uh, yeah, they, they had another part up there about it, but they said, what advice can we give middle aged folk on how to best use touring time at universal and islands of adventure? We are okay with most roller coasters. As long as we don't go upside down, what intense roller coaster should we probably avoid? What attraction should we do to avoid the longest waits?" Um, if you're just fine with doing anything that doesn't go upside down, the only thing you have to avoid right now is Dragon Challenge. Because Hulk is Hulk down. down. Oh, Rip Ride Rocket. Rip Ride Rocket does not go upside down. It
2: corkscrews. It does a. Yes, it does. It corkscrews, but it kind of stays.
1: You don't do this? You don't no, go upside it, down. No. Do, the way oh, that it does maybe it, I could it's do this like. A, someday,
2: then. What's the term for it? It's like some kind of. I want to say it's an inverted corkscrew, but. It,
1: I thought it, I thought you do a barrel roll. That's why I I, I, I was 100% sure you did that it barrel roll. It doesn't go upside do. down. The, yeah. Yeah,
2: the the track twists, yeah. but you don't twist.
1: Hmm. Maybe I will do this someday. Well, I did Dragon Challenge. Yeah, so. you did that.
0: Oh my gosh, we're running out of time for me to go do Barney as part of
2: Uh-oh. I yeah. I
1: completely forgot about that <gasps> until right you're, now. You're yeah, my we're my almost resolution.
2: near the end of the year. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Shoot, get we're on have that to get buddy. Over there.
1: You know what? We do. We should do a kid zone overview. We'll go experience all the stuff over there and be super creepy adults that are doing. Yes. Let me wait till I get my mustache
0: back, and nice and full. <laughs> nice and and, yeah, and I can go out and get a pair of aviators that are completely tinted out. Acid um, wash yeah. jeans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody shirt. <laughs>
2: or I can bring my children and just pass them out. There'll be one for each of us, and then it'll be less creepy.
0: Bag of, of candy. <laughs> that your kid? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so the only thing that goes upside down right now is Dragon Challenge, and uh, as long as you're good with simulators, then that's pretty much the rest of the park, so that's all you really have to worry about, but uh, in terms of avoiding the longest waits, of course, uh, get to Diagon Alley early in the morning and get a jump on uh, using your extra time in the park so that way you can get on Gringotts with very little weight and then the same would go for over at Forbidden Journey try to get over there quickly and if it's an unusually hot day uh, hit Jurassic Park as early in the po- in the morning as possible as well as the other water rides if you plan on doing those if you hate water rides don't even don't even worry think about it then
2: you will get soaked on these rides.
0: Um, and then the other part of their question, how intense is HHN going to be for us older folk as it looks to be a younger crowd for all the videos we've seen? Any advice to approach this without getting overwhelmed? We have been to a haunted house since we were little kids, so this is all new to Aww. us. A, you would think that it's older folk in there. It's, I would never say that though. It's a very good mix of different yeah, the pe- age groups. The
1: people we met, um, sorry, the people we met yesterday, um, they were like, let's say probably, I don't know. Now I'm going to offend them if they're watching the show and they're that's not the actually mid-30s. older than us. Okay, that's what I was going to say. And I, I'm not saying that they're older, but like, I also, it's not just like teenagers running around everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I, I think it's it's a varied group, and then there are for every teenager that comes in, they're probably not coming in alone. They're probably coming in with parents. Oh yeah. Uh, even if the parents aren't watching them or hovering over them, there's there's some around. So don't uh, don't get overwhelmed just because you see young kids on videos. A lot of videos that get put up, including ones that we do. Uh, a lot of times we do get that, like you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old girls that are screaming hysterically because those are generally the one that the actors go off of and are amusing to put up online. Uh, it's That's true. It's yeah. always funny to watch someone get terrified. And in terms of getting overwhelmed, uh, just constantly look out around you. It, whenever you just zone in on one spot and you let people come
1: in from any that, which way around yeah. you, yeah. that's whenever you'll get That happens jumpy. to me the most. I, I, It's always there's a hand that comes down in front of my face or Somebody settles up right next to me and growls at me.
2: You also do better if you walk on the sidewalks as opposed to in the middle of the streets. Uh, I think not that you're going to be overlooked entirely, but um, I think the scare Well, in my experience, the characters tend to focus on the people walking in the middle of the streets, where if you're kind of on the fringe, on the sidewalks, they don't notice you quite as much. Mm-hmm. Also, when you're walking... Just uh, don't make eye contact because when you do, they're trying to gauge whether you're scared or not scared. Um, I tend to try to not make eye contact, but then I do it at the last minute and they see me kind of doing this sideways
1: Oh, see, I stare them down. Things, yeah, that's
2: trying to look at them, and then it's a, apparently that's a dead giveaway that I'm freaked out, and then no, they always no JL.
0: Me. That's the exact opposite. You stare them down. and no, make I don't. Them thi- no, 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 that's you what you're supposed yeah. to do. You oh. stare them
1: down. And I always because then, then it's like I see you. I see your, and then you're like, I'm looking at your whole costume. Your scare us away from me.
2: Oh, uh, well, then maybe that's what my problem is because I can't make direct eye contact with them.
1: Absolutely. It's
2: too scary.
1: <laughs> oh, <lordy. laughs>
2: well, I thought that if you just ignored them and okay, pretended so like they weren't there, no, they wouldn't bother you, you.
1: You're saying you do this.
2: No, I'm saying that I'm saying that I'll walk and I will try not to make eye contact, but I kind of know that they're there, and so then I kind of, you know, try to look at my periphery, and then they see me doing that side glancey oh, thing, oh and no, then I they realize it. I'm Yeah, totally you have to look. Out. If
0: you look at them, that's the acknowledgement that I see you. You can pop out right at me. It might startle me, but I still see you. It's not a surprise anymore.
2: Okay, yeah. then I'll have to try that next time we go, because obviously <laughs> what I'm doing isn't working.
0: <laughs> yeah um so that's it for those emails uh before we jump into beetlejuice i know you're anxious for it but uh, i also don't want to put this off any longer because we already had to put it off last week but big man rhino in the back wants to wants to show a little bit of what he got to see in hollywood as well as uh tell us a few of the highlights for him so uh rhino do you want to start off by just playing your video for it I sure can. Yeah, so of course this video will be on YouTube later. So for everyone watching, you can uh, see it now, and for everyone else, go find it. <laughs> Sorry,
1: I'm laughing at the scavenger hunt
0: idea, but anyway, here it is. So mm. oh, I cut that sound real quick. Very nice, Rhino. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. So, what do you think? What say you?
1: Um, it was. I'm. I'm glad I went. Um, the <clears throat> the Hollywood experience. Um. It was something different. Like you can see when we're walking through the Purge scare zone, um, what I thought was really cool is like that's a set. That's their backlot. Yeah. So that's a set of some like TV show or movie that they've shot there. And then, um, <clears throat> I, as much as I, I haven't seen the Purge yet, I, I have them like I wanted. To, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I um, I thought the terror tram. <coughs> the idea of the terror tram is a really really cool thing that I really wish we had here because it's you know they 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 trick you to make you think that it's all family friendly and then they the tram breaks down halfway through and they just drop you out and um you've got to walk like a good distance back like it's it's a it's probably a i want to say it's probably at least a mile um it's it's a while back like because they drop you i mean you walk all through where the tram tour goes so you get to walk right up to the psycho house so i got to take my picture with norman bates because he was out on the porch there and um, you know th- that was cool. Um, it was a nice little break in the middle of the purge. Where I was like, oh, nobody's trying to kill me, and of course the Norman Bates is right there. But, um, <clears throat> I the the part when you walk through the set that was the War of the Worlds airplane that crashed. That's yeah. really cool because you were like right next to this airplane that is ripped apart, and it is just like it. The atmosphere is is really cool. Um, I would have I would have really liked to kind of see what the Walking Dead would have looked like here. I think that sort of a walk definitely did would have done the walking dead justice you did that last year though right
0: yeah i did that last year it was definitely a highlight one of the coolest parts however uh, at the same time too like with with zombies i feel like it needs to be hordes of zombies lots of oh was it no lots of condensed no it was yeah. very i mean some sections yeah they had a lot of like uh swat people swatting down zombies yeah. and then zombies here and there, but zombies to me are most threatening whenever there's the big groups. Whenever yeah. there's one by themselves, that's the one like, that they can outrun you. That's the one that gets the knife in the head. But whenever it's a big group, that's whenever you get eaten alive. So
1: yeah. Um. And and so I. But I thought the purge fit really well in that theme, and it was interesting because they had the purge scare zone too. So they kind of doubled up on it. Um. It was really cool. I like that they did the chainsaws on the ground. As you can see that dark Christmas area was um, probably one of my favorites. Just very like I always love that Tim Burton kind of y Christmas. The combination of Halloween and Christmas is very good. And and I love how they they use that in that area. It has snow on it during the year too. And the same with like where they did the World War 1 the corpse. It's like that area is like French. Like that's yeah. it, it, so it's really neat that they've like incorporated that into the storytelling. Um, and um, it wasn't it wasn't too bad i did all the houses except for insidious and um and the walking dead um but the um the highlight for me was the halloween house there It was very cool they they, they put a lot into it so good yeah i had a lot of fun yeah yeah terrified too i i and yeah anyway yeah well thank you <laughs> you're welcome any anything else at all if you think about it no i well remember they don't serve alcohol in this park so go to the carl strauss brewery ahead of time and from four to six p.m they do a happy hour there and it's four dollar beers and four dollar uh wells so Mm -hmm. you can have a couple of beverages and then then go in for that early admission right at six and you'll beat the lines and everything that's very good
0: very nice so thank you very much it was an awesome (laughs) video you're welcome Uh, of course, that will be available later on YouTube, so that way you can rewatch it again if you really want to relive the memories of <laughs> that one time that you watched it as part of the show. Yeah. I always like moments like that. So, without further ado, ado, let's get into the most important thing that we are going to be doing today, and that is putting Beetlejuice up to the Universal Hall of Fame test. Oh, yes, the test um so just before we get jumping into it what's in the universal hall of fame well uh gosh i'm losing count because we've actually been doing well we've got jurassic park river adventure we've got cat in the hat we've got lucy a tribute pete shut down twister from joining it and the last one we did a show on of course wait what
1: do you mean pete shut down i thought people it was
0: it was tied Twister did was Pete tied. Like, oh, and Pete was the deciding the deciding vote. Yeah, Pete was the deciding vote and he said no. So Smart Man. Twister got the axe. And then the last time we have done an attraction review Hall of Fame show, we did disaster. And uh that did get voted into the Universal Hall of Fame. Good. So as we expected and hoped it would. Uh not because it was in the best shape that it was was it closed, but also uh, because there is a lot of history there in terms of how it is. Uh, Beetlejuice, though, also has a very strong history in that, with the exception of the American Tale, Five Hole Goes West show that was in there before Beetlejuice for just a year, I want to say. It has literally been the home of a Beetlejuice show now for gosh, I guess I would be 24 years then, yeah. uh, since it was, that came in around uh, 1991. So this show does have a lot of meaning in terms of universal. Whether or not it should, that is the question. Uh, so before we get too far into it, uh, this is a 20-plus-minute show. In general, so we're obviously not going to sit here and let you all watch it. Uh, You need to try to make it down here to do it before the show's gone. We will have a video going up of the show, but we are going to show just a brief highlight video of some of the nonsense that happens during Beetlejuice's Graveyard mashup. So let's go ahead and do it for all those watching out there. And for everyone listening, it is on YouTube.
1: We like to sing high notes!
0: (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, I guess first things first, we should probably send a prize to anyone who can actually take the time to count out how many high notes (laughs) were during this show. Um, Oh, boy. So this is going to be really tough. Obviously, um, (laughs) we love Universal. All three of us really, really love Universal. Uh, Universal is every day I live Universal becomes so much more important to me. Uh, but also part of part of loving something is also being able to admit when something is just god awful about that person or that thing, and honesty. Honesty. Honesty is the most important thing in a relationship, yes, and with very our relationship, to the
2: integrity of the relationship.
0: Yes, and with our relationship with Universal, we have to be honest. Um, this is one of the attractions that made my "so bad it's bad" list way back when, and. Uh, you know, I, I put a nice a year of uh, a year of time in between Beetlejuice back then. Whenever I first did it, and uh, this show, and then now, and oh my God, it is still so freaking awful.
2: <laughs> I wanted to like this show. I I went in there with the idea that I was going to like it. I knew that you got you had already kind of had a bad opinion of it. But in general, I like singing. I like dancing. Um, these are things you don't tend to like. <laughs> so I wasn't going to base my opinion on what you had said prior. But uh, oh, wow, well, I, I
1: enjoy kinda, a good show.
2: I just wish that we could erase that experience. This show, that show yesterday,
1: was like the high school musical kids had been roofied and taken advantage of by the monsters at Universal <laughs> Hollywood, and this was the result.
0: I, this show. And I feel bad. The people, as individuals, obviously, whenever they went in for their auditions, they were asked, "God bless you." Hit a high note. Don't don't sing. Don't sing like two bars for us. Just sing one high note. Just give Let me a me good see. scream. Scream in note. Yeah. Do do your best. Like. Freddie Mercury go for the <laughs> highest note you can possibly hit or Christina Aguilera just yeah.
2: <laughs> riff it all the way through yeah, yeah just
0: just do that and if we think you can hit it then you will get it and then we will not quit it then they show up obviously and they start to sing and then it's like okay well you could be better (laughs) and then you throw in like okay now we need you to harmonize all together and
2: that that was bad (laughs) it was uh, okay so the singing wasn't Terrible. In fact, you could tell that the singers did, in fact, have talent. It was just inconsistent. Mm,
1: you're playing fast and nice no, with that word there.
2: Well, I just feel like it was inconsistent. So, I mean, I they could sing well. They just didn't always sing well. When they tried to harmonize, I don't know if someone's mic wasn't working. I don't know if the no, monitor their, their was working. Their voices up.
0: weren't working. <laughs> there
2: was no, there was, the harmony was just not there. And like you were saying, there was just excessive riffing
1: do you want the to, whole way through. Do you want to give um, some like history or something before we get too far <laughs> into what, the, the road we're traveling down well, at the moment?
0: Yeah, that's absolutely, that's a that's a great point. So I already said, um, sorry, it opened up in 1992. Of course, as I already said, it replaced American Tale Theater. Um, and then it's gone through several iterations. I mean, in general, the show has always been Beetlejuice and Universal Classic Monsters, Uh, and and in the same spot too. Yes, in the same exact spot. Um, But a lot of it changed around the characters that were in it, um, and also the the songs that were sung. So, like in the original show, you had Phantom of the Opera, Dracula, uh, Frankenstein's Monster, Wolfman, Bride of Frankenstein, uh, and Beetlejuice, of course. And Rhino was watching that
1: an old video of that before the show started, and well i hadn't seen it since i was a kid and i i don't even i'm not even 100 percent sure i might have been a little scared to see it i remember beetlejuice when i was a kid so i might we were big fans of that movie in my house um and i remember thinking like oh i'll like this monster show oh it'll be fun and uh i don't know what my mother was exposing me to <laughs> as a child because i just watched the 1992 version of this and um it's not much better. Um, it's actually like, I do like one of the things they do in, in the nineties version is that the monsters come out in their classic outfits, looking like their classic selves. And then Beetlejuice, when the audience says Beetlejuice, 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 that he uses his powers and transforms them into whatever God awful fashion was hot in 1992. So Dracula immediately has a mullet. Um, and like Frankenstein's wearing a track suit with a purple, uh, headband and, uh, Oh. Um, the Wolfman's got what looks like something he rated Bill Cosby's trash for. Um, and it it just, they sing a lot of songs that I, I oh, and the Phantom of the Opera looked like um, David Bowie in uh, Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> and it oh, my. Was, it was very, and it's the same idea of the show. Um, I will say what I watched on YouTube, that 92 version, was worse than the I th- singing production-wise, I think, was suffering a little more than this one was.
0: And so that original version ran from 92 to 2002. And it's also (laughs) important to note in all this that uh, Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review, Rock and Roll Graveyard Review, all that, it's not just this hasn't been an Orlando-only thing. This show also ran in Hollywood and still runs in Japan. So here's where things get crazy. In Hollywood, that first version ran from 92 to 95. So they already realized by 1995, three years later, that something needed to change. Whereas Orlando went for 10 years. We wanted to keep that fashion alive as long as possible. So then they, they had a second version of the show that came out. Uh, it finally, of course, as I said, it came to Orlando in 2002. And this show ran until 2006. Uh, the second version of the show is still running in Japan. So, God, we need to get to Japan yeah. and see this before we really they update have to. it. We uh, really version three uh the the next one the one that was replaced with graveyard mashup uh last year was the one that i knew most of the time i only watched this regular show once the graveyard review once um it was never my thing because a lot of the at this point in time i was still working at universal and it was like clockwork every time we would get off this show was happening it was kind of like right at the end of the show. So I remember constantly hearing, Hey, ya," uh, and then you oh. shook me all night long, which was like the big closing to this thing. And it was just always like, I always related that with trying to get out of universal. <laughs> <laughs> for that's, the your, day. that's your get out of Dodge song. <laughs> so it's like, Oh my, Every time I hear that, I just want to bolt and get out of there. Um, so then I was hoping that I'd be able to give the newest one, uh, a fresh, uh, a fresh thought on it, and it just it, it never works for me. Um, with the care with the I characters, I think that's uh, just
2: because it doesn't work.
1: No, it doesn't work at all.
2: I mean, not just for you.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I we I asked you a question before we got started on this while we were watching the video. I asked what year did Beetlejuice come out in because I couldn't remember if it was like ninety one or apparently it's nineteen eighty eight. And yeah. I think the show was the attempt at Universal being like we had this really popular movie with this very um charismatic character that we want to bring our classic monsters to a stage show and let's kind of force feed beetlejuice as being like one of our classic monsters now too so it's kind of like i think they were trying to be like look beetlejuice we had a successful thing you know what i mean and like mashing it all together it's i see where the idea was
0: yeah, there is, there's a solid idea behind it, but then it just doesn't work. So for this version of the show, uh, some of the characters are a little bit warped. Uh, Phantom of the Opera is not in it. Instead, we get the Phantom Fantasia. of the Opera's daughter. Yeah, we get treated to this She's jam. She's not Fantasia, a thing. Um, <laughs> That's basically, besides her uh, quality of being able to hit a high note, the only other thing that she has is... She
2: looks like a dark version of something that came out of Candyland. The game.
1: Eh. She's what yeah, the, well, she's they're... what the hookers in here yeah. do look like.
2: Well, I said dark version. Yeah, I mean let's, <laughs>
1: a let's not
0: try up. to church it up a little bit. Let's <laughs> be honest about it. Oh, the yes. only way she can get better is if we're honest with her. <laughs> okay. That's a lollipop prostitute right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. he <laughs> took it there maybe I went too he far did. Okay. <laughs> we'll see um, it's the oldest profession so you have back. Fantasia and then as you heard in the video then right after Fantasia spins around and makes her appearance we get Cleopatra I don't have a picture of her uh, We don't. I yeah. don't want a picture of her on here she was by far the worst person in the cast uh, she was singing, the one who had
2: breathing. the least singing talent and then they had her rapping as well, which sounded a little bit more like story time at the library.
1: I want to do an impersonation of if you missed it in the video, her walk like an Egyptian. She's like oh, walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> I was like, what was that? I
0: I believe she is the I'm not the villain. Uh, person she doesn't listen to the, the show. Uh, she's the stand in. I, I feel bad. Maybe she just had an off day, but she flat out. I mean, you can see it in the video alone. She wasn't a great singer. She couldn't dance and sing at the tam- same time, mm. let alone she could barely dance. None of these people could really dance. No. So granted, they're in some elaborate not costumes. Even, not even
2: the people who were designated as as the, the backup, dancers yeah. that weren't singing. They weren't it, it, really... It,
1: it reminded me of like... standout dance-wise. When I saw the um, Peanuts show at um, Knott's Berry Farm, like the, God bless her, the woman on stage dancing with uh, Lucy and them, like they're kind of like kids and we do a kick and we do a turn like it was just kind of like oh yeah.
2: i don't know if it's because they didn't have talent or just because they didn't care because it it did look like they it's, didn't really yeah. care
0: it's the humidity it zaps everybody yeah, i think it's talent. definitely a mixture of both I, I they do have some talent but they could be even better if they did care and they don't care they, there's no it, way they it care. didn't
2: feel like they cared no.
0: i mean it came off without the elaborate set and the great, uh, the great actual costume design and everything that got put in the makeup—it is all.
1: It's actually very well done. I'm sorry. Uh, Did you say great costume design? Yeah. So this, this, what, this clearly heterosexual Frankenstein right here is. Great I think costume
0: it's. De- I think it's well made. I think it's great costume design. I don't say. I don't think it's visually appealing to oh, me. Okay. But all right. All right. That's what I was getting. It's confused all made though. well. This isn't like. This isn't someone going to Goodwill and okay. digging around the pile and saying, we can use this for the new Beetlejuice show. Okay, I'll give, I'll give you that. It's not that. that. It's it's all made very well. And then the cast just isn't pulling their weight of it. And it ends up looking like something that should be happening at Six Flags with flags, the flag wavers and <laughs> gymnasts and just embarrassing. Okay, I-
2: in their defense the writing for this show is terrible. So I'm not sure I'd be that excited about being in this show either. But I mean then again, if you're getting paid to do it, do it well. But yes. the writing of the show is awful. There's not really even a story. I was confused most of the time. I wasn't really sure what what was going on. The the song choices are poor song choices. The uh di- um, well the
0: ball, let's go over the bowl. the really bra-
1: the brainstorming session no, of how how the songs go i imagine it's just people sitting in a room some jerk somewhere <laughs> yeah, being I... like oh you know what's uh what's funny is this song says a thing and like Can't you imagine a vampire saying that, and they're like, "That's funny." I'm
2: not opposed to that idea. I don't mind that at all. I felt like maybe there wasn't enough of that, and I swear, if I hear one more version of the, uh, if I hear the Eurythmics "Sweet Dream" song one more time, I.
1: It's because that's what the
0: Phantom of the Opera does. Let's let's go over this. Okay, so. It starts off with a horrendous (laughs) varied version because obviously they throw in like the names of the monsters and stuff with there. But it's a ripoff of Prince's Let's Go Crazy from Purple Rain, Um, which you can't say anything bad about Purple Rain in this context, though. Woof. And that leads (laughs) into... Sweet dreams are made of these by our lovely, lovely Fantasia. Just his Lollipop. high note at the end, Bubarella herself, uh, going in to walk like an Egyptian with Cleopatra's just horrendous rapping. It's because she's an Egyptian. Um, and then, of course, we get all three ladies coming together to sing "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" Cause, and because they're women. Which, by this point yeah, you just want to
2: see that that like that's just a poor song choice.
0: This is the point in the show when people start standing up and leaving, and we're not we're not joking. It's Yeah, we were like, please please stop walking in front of the camera. I won't say a quarter of the audience left. I would maybe say there was at least 20 to 30 people in our small crowd of maybe 200 that mm-hmm. left. That's a significant amount of people that walked out during the show. Um, and that usually happened right around – that did happen right around there. And if they didn't, well, it just got worse because then it goes into Dr. Feelgood with a mashup of Welcome to the Jungle
1: – uh, yeah, um, which, which Rhino was very pissed it, off it, about this. I, I just, oh, it made no sense to me that the Wolfman sings Welcome to the Jungle. Thank I, you. I, I'm just, I thought like,
2: the same thing. Uh, um,
1: it just, the Wolfman is not from the freaking he, jungle. No, and he's
2: from the forest.
1: There <laughs> are so many songs that have wolf in the <laughs> lyrics and in the title, and like, there's a Florence and the Machine song called "Howl." There's, there's like, um, "Hey There, Little Red Riding Hood." Like, I, there's so many. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there could have been a better choice than "Welcome to the Jungle." Amen. But it's rocking. Hey, God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's awesome. Well, um, we
1: we shouldn't have come and knocking.
0: Well, but here's where they hit the nail on the head, and. You have Frankenstein singing "Feed My Frankenstein." Okay,
1: yeah, which <laughs> was to be expected. Come on,
0: but yeah. Um, so then, how could they not? It goes into this really weird bit where they don't actually play full songs, but like one of the highlights is like they start playing "What Does the Fox Say," which was great whenever the show originally yeah, debuted. Was like, oh, but the- it's already <laughs> like outdated. It's already outdated, and then I'm. Universal and has some kind of obsession with uh, with the with Kardashians Nanette right now
1: and the Kardashians. <laughs> there was a, we saw two different, different shows yesterday. They p- Both mentioned the Kardashians yeah. and they mentioned the Kardashians at Halloween Horror Nights and the Bill and Ted. Yeah. I'm not even on my camera because I'm so upset <laughs> about how much they are. They're just feeding the monster. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That and then um, more outdated jokes like they, they made a reference to Robin Thicke's performance of the VMAs and that. Striped suit that he wore. Um, I don't think that a lot of people either they didn't understand it or they didn't care anymore because it's outdated. It's irrelevant.
0: That's nobody, the imp-
2: nobody cares about blurred lines in Robin thick's outfit. Yeah, those anymore. are the hey, types hey, hey, of hey.
0: improvised jokes that should not be in the solid script. Right. That's when you say, you know, Beetlejuice, you're obviously a great actor. You obviously have comedian comedic timing. That's why
1: you can do this. Come up with your own yeah. little joke. Well Just throw it, it in. It reminds me of when we saw Disaster and they made the um uh was it Miley, Lindsay, Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Lohan joke and you're like, God, she's not there. She's yep. like, wherever she is, who cares?
0: No, it's in even I, I love Beetlejuice. I love the movie. I know it had a lot of like, you know, stupid gross humor in it too. But, like, when Beetlejuice at the start of the show, I don't really even consider it a part of the show. I consider it almost like the, the warm up the show it, yeah. The pre show, um, where Beetlejuice comes out and he goes around the audience and, um,
1: it hits on with somebody.
0: all that, like, you know, it goes from like the theme music into then you hear toilet flushing and. Beetlejuice walking out
1: and waving. Like, you know, I, I'm a and, good like, fan. I just took a huge dump in there. He says yeah. something like he that does. crass. Like, he goes, he does. it's, like, and I'm like, all right. And it reminded me of that scene from Ace Ventura 1. And I'm like, okay, that was 1994. Like, and, come on.
0: Well, and I'll even flat out say it. Uh, it we'll bring it up again whenever we do the horror makeup show from it. But whenever the one of the two hosts is introduced, he runs out on the stage and then falls down dead and ends his death sequence with him lifting his leg and making a fart noise. Like, I hate fart jokes. Yeah, I, I, I love a good fart joke. If oh, okay, it's a good, a good, fart, good joke. fart joke. I hate bad fart jokes. This is embarrassing. It's It's the kind whenever you're like, you suggest to your friends that you want to go do this. And then you're sitting embarrassed
1: and horrified. Like, what are they thinking right now? <laughs> How do they feel about this? Uh, I wish it's like whoopee Cushion humor. You're like, I, it doesn't exist anymore. Come on, I wish I had a fart noise queued up so I could just randomly push it now for the rest <laughs> of the show, and that could be like our our drinking game for this episode. Uh,
0: okay, so <laughs> anytime you hear the to <laughs> finish off the list, uh, what I like about you with you really got me, uh, smooth criminal. Wait, wait, wait. what I in- what I like about you is saying between Frankie and his,
1: yes. L- his lady,
0: yes, the bride, yeah, and uh, smooth criminal. Slash Sweet Dreams all together. Um, I don't smooth know why criminal, it's course, just done
2: so badly, so badly. They're you know they even try to do some of the Michael Jackson moves, and they're just so done half.
1: Why Why smooth main. Why smooth criminal and not thriller is beyond me too. Like, well, they
0: make that joke uh, uh, the, right about thriller it?
2: being the up. obvious choice, but yeah. not doing the obvious choice.
1: That was
0: during whenever they do like what did the
1: fox say. Michael Jackson has that. another song called Ghosts. That is, I, I whatever. I don't care. Go on. It has nothing to do with the artist itself. It's just about <laughs>
0: smooth criminal doesn't even make sense. No, in the show, in general. like, are th- are the monsters? Criminals? He holds up a sign understand.
2: at one point point that even you know kind of mocks the lyrics of the yeah. song, like "Who's Annie?" But then they do that whole like Michael Jackson move where he tries to you know lean forward.
1: Can't do it but, without the nails in But again, in your shoe. nobody
2: cares. I mean, they're doing this, and it's so half. I'm, I have I have to think of a new word because it's I'm about to say a bad word, but just there it's so half done. I'll say that. That's and where my problem. Just comes don't do it. Into at all. this song,
0: I feel like the one. I feel like one of the people in the cast was like, "Hey, look at me! I'm leaning forward," and they're like, "I'm leaning forward." You've got it, I'm Craig. <laughs> We're adding that in the show. We could do smooth criminal because I'm doing the move. I'm doing it. No. <laughs> uh, and then the show, as you saw in the video, it ends in ballroom blitz, and it's because the man in the back and this is by the point that we were jumping over the bleachers just leaving the cameras there hoping no one (laughs) would steal them we'd come back for them later
1: Uh, ballroom blitz and that just makes me think of Wayne's World I don't I never understand why people use these really like songs from iconic moments in things and try and be like I mean isn't Wayne's World a universal movie no it's not it's Paramount sorry yeah Yeah. anyway that's just me though I just was obsessively watching that movie as a kid yeah I, it just it uh I don't know so, it just
2: didn't make a lot of sense. It was a bunch of monsters jumped out onto the stage. some of them weren't even classic monsters they were made up people, jumped out on the stage, sang inconsistently, did a little bit of interpretive dance. We're not really sure why they were there together, but they were, and then they went away
0: there's there's just nothing that can fix Beetlejuice's graveyard mashup. No. There's nothing. Um and of course it is going away. Fast and Furious Supercharged is kicking it out. Uh it'll be gone. There have been I mean well, here's people what- want this saved though. So this is this is where we get into issues uh in terms of uh, locals and you know repeat visitors getting overly passionate about something and so It gets announced that it's leaving and then all of a sudden petitions start to go up and you know it held steam for two days. But whenever you can't even get a thousand people to sign it over the course of a couple days, that
1: that means it doesn't deserve to be saved. mm -mm. Here's my thing with Universal getting rid of stuff. They've already gotten rid of the best thing that they ever could have, which was back to the future. And once that went, I was like, I don't care. I don't. I don't care if anything. What they can take everything out of them. Inside. That doesn't matter. Well, it's just like they made a statement when they got rid of Back to the Future. That, like, I, I'm sure there is a little piece of them that they're like, well, maybe we should have kept it or something. I don't know. But like, granted, Springfield is a beautiful area. of That park and they've done a really good job. But initially, I was like, this is stupid that they got rid of it. But you know, it's it's progress. There's no land. There's nowhere to go. And they've got to. Make stuff fresh, and and that's how I feel. Here's the thing know.
2: that makes me sad about Beetlejuice. I feel like it could be something cool, like a classic monsters uh, hyperspace hoopla or something like that. I love hyperspace hoopla, like if and they always do it really well. I wish that they could do that with the classic monsters, but they, but they haven't.
0: I prefer and it's terrible the way it is. I prefer hyperspace hoopla to not having anything at all like they essentially did whenever they axed it yeah uh that being said i never made it a must-do thing because again oh, that I was one of those it. things that it makes a mockery of what you like i i felt
2: No, oh, uh, i loved it i loved hyperspace hoopla but if that's what this show is trying to be it fails you, miserably. you know that's why
1: disney got rid of it right it, they didn't care when it wasn't their property now it's their property and it's yeah. it's basically a show that's making fun of the property so that's why they're like it's it's Yes, it is funny to see stormtroopers dancing and Princess Leia and Amidala and whatever singing their um, "girls just want to have fun." Like that's funny, but it, it's a mockery of what it is. That's not what it is, you know. And and I I almost feel like that's what this show does to the classic monsters. Whereas, I know
2: it was popular, at I, least hyperspace Hoopla was. Everyone loved it. People would wait for okay. hours to see it. That okay. is not the case with this show.
1: Well, uh, let me finish my thought. And um, <laughs> so my hope is that they take them out of this show. Maybe throw them into like the horror makeup show where they belong or something like that. I, I don't want, I don't want them to not acknowledge classic monsters or Beetlejuice. But I don't want to see them singing and dancing in this weird thing that they're doing. I want to see them be- celebrate the history of what they are. Rhino, you made a good point bringing
0: up Back to the Future, uh, and you say that that was the first time that Universal showed they were serious about making changes and progress. Uh, in order to make something better in their parks. I'll even disagree with that and take it a step further. Whenever they decided to close down Jaws and convert that into Diagon Alley. Well,
1: I think that was the last hanging of it, yeah.
0: I I think that was the initial one that said, now we're really serious. Because with Back to the Future, granted, I never got to ride it. So in the context, it might be a good attraction but I've watched the ride video of mm-hmm. it the one that they have on the blu-ray you can actually watch the full video from your living room and I could understand why they got rid of it it just it looked horribly dated um and
1: although it was But again that could you know that could have been something updated but but you're on the same we're on the yeah, same page so. it could
0: have I think jaws was the big step in it in getting rid of that and this is where I start to get really annoyed and ranty in this in a way but Anyone who attaches themselves too seriously to any attraction out there is insane because at some point in time, every attraction is going to hit the point where it just needs to go. And I feel like Universal fans are far more accepting than people who are like huge Disney fanboys and girls, like the people who were crying over mulch, sweat, and shears going oh away, or the people burning down Hollywood studios because hyperspace hoopla didn't come back. <laughs> you, The people out there that go this crazy over this stuff, they think they're in this giant group. But whenever it comes down to it, there's about two or 300 of you out there that is actually really into it and that does not make sense financially especially when you have an annual pass that's not making the big dollars that people coming down and buying vacation packages and staying at the hotels are so yeah they're gonna update this stuff because it can't all be about us as annual pass holders in florida's locals here, I wish it was almost to the point, so it had that California feel to it. Yeah, but it's just not. And the same thing goes with Beetlejuice. There is a dedicated group out there that wants it to stay. It's a garbage show, and if you can't say, admit I feel it, like
2: that's misguided. Yeah,
0: if you can't <laughs> admit that it is a garbage show, then you need to start learning the steps of acceptance because it is awful. It shouldn't go to Fear Factor. It shouldn't go anywhere else. It should close down, and people should be able to keep their warm memories of it and that is that is all so let's get on with the actual voting our personal votes which obviously don't count unless we go on the boards and vote for it to be in the hall of fame I am an absolute no I wish I could forget this show faster than uh, you Your know brain old played. age or heavy <laughs> drinking could let me to do so but I, I just can't so yeah no I'm done I'm done anyone else you want to remain silent
2: it's the same. I mean, no. I, no, no. And no again. There's nothing um, nothing about this that would move me to say yes at all.
1: I, I acknowledge its history of in the park. I just think that let's say this had closed in the mid-90s like the other one had like would this be something any you know it'd be like oh remember that time the ninja Turtles used to come out at Hollywood Studios uh, or when it was called MGM like it's just a small group of people would have remembered it um I don't know what's happening to my voice right now who does get I'm just I just love Mildred so much. um I I I would love I, I it's it's hard like no I don't think it belongs there but I do think these characters hold a place in somewhere in universal so it's hard to be like get rid of it we hate it it's not the things in the show it's the way it's the show itself yeah it's not the exactly. monsters it's not the characters it's how they do it all get I, rid I, of it i don't believe they could ever change anything about it to make it okay oh no no yeah. and that's that's what i'm saying no, I, I just saying wish we, they'd incorporate them into yeah. something yeah, else yeah, but, but not necessarily like this else. yeah I agree
2: with that. I love the idea that they've got the classic monsters and that they celebrate them, and they've got something they're featuring them. But this is Even not if the way to a do and it. just meet and greet. I don't
0: care. Here's where the, what they need to do, and I think you know they're stupid for not already doing it. But the scare actor dining experience has been going extremely successfully for them uh, at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, they have scare actors walking around the Universal Classic Monsters Cafe. Yeah, And during a buffet experience, if they would completely renovate how yeah. this restaurant is set up from being a quick service, make it a either buffet style or just a table service restaurant where they have a classic monster character dining experience. I think that would all all they would need. I agree. I would love to see them in more areas. But if they did that, that would be the ultimate thing they could ever do with it. And yeah. Uh, and then we also don't have to see them in costumes that don't even make sense for the characters. Michael Jackson
2: Frankenstein and Candyland Fantasia, who's not even a thing.
0: I'm getting so pissed off even thinking about any of this, but (laughs) (laughs) do enjoy me some good booberella, huh?
1: Booberella. (laughs) Lollipop, lollipop, (laughs) lollipop. Yeah yeah yeah. We sing the high notes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so
0: yeah, we'll leave Can it up say, to you
1: guys. I hope your outro is high notes are universal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll let you do it then. <laughs> I'll let you take that one. Uh,
0: I can't hit the high notes anymore. Um yeah, we'll let you guys decide. Uh the link will be in the show notes uh as well as on the podcast section of Disboards. Please go out and vote. Um and this is one that I know you should never vote if you haven't actually done the attraction, but just go ahead and click no so we can help <laughs> along the process on Beetlejuice's uh, graveyard mashup. And uh, if anyone wants to take the time to tweet at Universal's uh, official Twitter and let them know that they can't wait to see Beetlejuice go, that would just be really putting the knife in the back. But my gosh, I'm we, we did waste way too much time covering it. And by that, I mean only sitting through one show. And... Right. That was one
1: too much. So, that was
2: the only show. That was my first time ever seeing that show, and I do not regret that it will be the last time I ever see that show.
1: Why didn't they sing Lady Gaga's "Monster" or "Teeth"? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Songs that. God. Why wasn't the Why wasn't the Monster? I'm done. I'm done.
0: <laughs> okay, so go out there and vote, and then of course on our show notes page, you'll also be able to find anything else that's relevant to this show, uh, as well as. Uh, a way to find about out about all of our other shows that you can find on the Diz Unplugged podcast network and uh that we also find some contact information that you'll be able to use to email us so whenever we do do that email show i said do 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 (laughs) whenever we uh whenever we do that email show uh send in some more and then we have more to fill in for that show now too again i apologize that we didn't do it this week but we wanted to get this garbage out there for the world to see and uh Oh, my gosh, where did I go from there? Oh, yeah, check out all of our social media channels. Make sure you're following us on all of that, especially Periscope now, too, because if you didn't catch us on Periscope walking through Universal yesterday, then you missed out on some fun, fun, good times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Broke out the Periscope. Yep, we broke it out. We upped it, and uh, we took it back down right away, too, because it's a Periscope. Um, Down Periscope. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for sitting through this with us. The fact that you made it through that four-minute clip of Beetlejuice alone, uh, I commend you on your bravery (sighs) and uh, integrity to stick with us on that. And uh, we will be back next week with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Thank you so much again. And
1: uh, I'm going to push the button?
0: Yeah, you probably should have already. Well, I was waiting for you. Go. Cue the music, maestro. Did <laughs> you cue it? Okay. And remember.
1: High notes are universal. God. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice.